You are listening to the Motherhood Unstressed Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so glad that you're here. We're spending some time together this week, and I'm thrilled to share the work of my guest with you today. Her name is Lucinda Coza. She is a creative mastermind. Not only did she premiere a film at the Cannes Film Festival in France, she also created an app that is designed to help caregivers navigate that whole process by offering things like counseling, financial coaching, uh, community, which to me was the most important part because as Lucinda talks about, um, really, I think when you're going through something like that, when you're having to be a caregiver and still navigate and do the power of attorney and do all these other things, you really feel alone. Um, And if you're listening to this particular episode, I'm sure that you've been through this or perhaps you're going through this right now. So I think you're going to learn a lot. I think you're going to feel heard. I think you're going to resonate with Lucinda's story because she actually created the app uh, because she had to be the sole caregiver for her own father who was ailing and she was just, you know, trying to navigate it completely blind essentially. Um, But with her app, iAlly, no one has to go through that alone anymore. And I love tech. I love creativity and to to combine the two into something that actually is helping so many people and will help so many people I think is a really powerful thing and like we talk about in the show you go from being a victim uh, essentially taking care of someone not really knowing what to do to becoming empowered and that's my goal with this show and that's absolutely the goal with iAlly so definitely uh, go check out all the links in the show notes about how to sign up for yourself I'm more interested in the therapy because apparently you can book a therapy session uh, along with a walk (laughs) it's a walk and talk so I'm definitely going to go be checking that out Um, but without further ado please enjoy my episode with Lucinda Coza This episode is brought to you by Public Goods, the one-stop shop for affordable, sustainable, healthy household products. And I have loved finding out more about this company. It's a membership company. It's less than Amazon Prime. And you go there and you see what they offer. And it's literally everything that you could want or need um, for home. Honestly, it kind of reminds me of being a member at Costco without the huge Costco membership price tag. You get all of these great products. You know the quality is going to be good, so you don't have to worry about that. But it's also done in this beautiful packaging. So it's like each time you get an order, it's like, yay, my public goods order is here and everything is so good and so beautiful. And we've worked out an exclusive deal just for the Motherhood Unstressed podcast listeners. Receive $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. That's right. They are so confident that you will absolutely love their products and come back again and again that they are giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase. You have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com forward slash unstressed or use the code unstressed at checkout. That is P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash unstressed to receive $15 off your first order. This episode is also sponsored by the Homeschool Buyers Co-op. Now, many of you know, I took the plunge and I've been homeschooling my boys for the past four weeks now. It's actually going really, really great. It's much easier than I thought it was gonna be. There's so many great online resources available and Homeschool Buyers Co-op is a big part of the puzzle. I wasn't really sure where to start when I started homeschooling. Um, And so this is a resource where you can you know, pick and choose what you want to add to your curriculum. You get a great deal because you're in a co-op setting and there's so many other free resources available as well. So even if you're not doing the homeschool thing, 
definitely go check them out and use the code MOTHERHOOD to get 500 smart points, which you can use towards any purchase. So if you love your online school, uh, that's great, but you can also add in supplemental stuff and it's in one spot. And it's really just fun to go in there and explore. So if you are interested in checking them out, head on over to homeschoolbuyersco-op.org. Oh, hello, Lucinda. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So happy to be here. Yeah. And, you know, we were talking before your bio is so incredible. Like, obviously, we're going to talk about all of your business acumen, but also your creativity and, and what that has done to, to spark this company. Um, but take us back to the origin story. How did uh, iAlly come to be? Sure. Um, in late 2018, my dad had a series of strokes and he was also an alcoholic. So it was hard to tell really what the symptoms were. But I finally got him to the hospital. And by then, he had suffered really extensive brain damage. And um, I, you know, even though I have siblings and family and, you know, what I thought was like an ecosystem of support, I was the only person who showed up to take responsibility for this situation. And um, so I became, you know, power of attorney and in charge of his finances and all the decision making and... I was, I had no idea what I was doing. I was so young and alone. And I just noticed such a lack of advocacy and resources for someone like me. And I thought, well, this is insane. I have to do something because I don't want another, you know, young woman that's on her own to feel like this, mm-hmm. like just so isolated and so overwhelmed and devastated and, you know, angry, like all the feelings. Right. Yeah. Cause you're dealing with, you know, your dad suffering and then you're also trying to figure out the legalities and logistics and finance. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine. And, and I don't think it's, it's a unique story. I think so many people, have gone through this, but what, what makes you like to have the wherewithal to be like, this was terrible. This was awful, but I'm actually going to do something about it. Like, how did you, how did you move from victim to empowered? That's so interesting that you use those words because that's exactly what I wanted to do, um, was, you know, take, everyone, this whole group of people, of family caregivers, you know, we all feel victimized, but I want us to feel empowered. Um, I really have no idea why. Um, I mean, I guess I was influenced by, like, I went to the the women's march in DC, you know, like years ago and, um, something about the energy of, um, like having each other's backs and coming together to like, to be like, you know, if no one else is going to help us, then we're going to help each other. 
And I just, I just felt like if we could be united, that it would be that same energy that, that we could have each other's backs and that our situation would be better, you know, because no one else was, is trying to advocate for us. Right. And it is, it goes back to that, like, village mentality or tribal mentality that we're so designed to be and like the times have changed so rapidly that we've lost that so to bring that back it's almost like our your instincts were kicking in we all crave that we all want that yes absolutely like I don't think someone can survive a situation like this without other people Right. It seems like community was a huge part of the platform. Talk to us about why that's number one on the list when you when you read about I Ally. Yeah. Um, well, I think isolation is basically a killer. I mean, it can make. I mean, it it makes everything seem unmanageable. It makes any situation seem hopeless. And I think, you know, grief is so hard and horrible. And this is a situation that we sort of have to go through, Mm -hmm. you know, in the cycle of life. And if we're all going through it, then we shouldn't be isolated or, or why are we isolating ourselves when we don't have to? So that was the number one for me, because I think that was what caused me the most suffering Mm. was feeling completely isolated and like no one understood no one cared like I'm and that made me angry Mm -hmm. you know my parents are divorced but I felt like my mom had failed me you know it was just I I just knew that if the isolation component were eased that everyone's health would be better and mental health physical health that we could actually get through this and like survive and thrive and be able to bounce back and not you know not let it kill us basically right because at the end of the day like you want to be there for your father you know as a caregiver you want to be there to to help out as needed you don't want all of this other mental burden on you trying to figure things out trying to feel supported and like people care like you're you know like you like someone has your back right like you just want to be there for your dad you know you don't need all this other stuff Exactly. And all of that other stuff is going to make me unable to be there for my dad. It's going to make me not good at being his caregiver. You know, it's going to make me frustrated and because I'm pouring from an empty cup, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not, it, that's not how it's supposed to be. You're exactly right. 
And that's really something that we talk about a ton on this show is doing the self-care, doing the internal work so that we can then go out into our work and, you know, as mothers, as caregivers and actually be there. So talk to us about obviously mental stress and the importance of having balance and, and doing the internal work and how that helps deal with these really hard things. Absolutely. You know, a lot of people as a family caregiver, a lot of people will tell you, or as a, as a mother, I'm sure a lot of people will tell you like, you need to do self-care and then you feel like, okay, that's just another, you know, thing on my to-do list that I'm failing at. Like, Mm -hmm. don't give me another thing that I'm supposed to do. You know, it ends up becoming another thing that doesn't actually mean anything. It's really, it's difficult because you have to figure out like lately I've been trying to think of another way to say self-care and it's hard but I'm I'm trying to think of things that are replenishing rather than draining mm-hmm. like even so far as making a list of like things that drain me and things that are replenishing because it's easy to forget, you know, it's so, it's so easy to forget what actually helps when you're in the middle of it. Right. So, I mean, stress is such a, I mean, chronic stress is a, a killer. I mean, it affects your physical health and, I mean, being a, a caregiver and a mother, I mean, which are the same thing, that chronic stress element, it's just, it's about on a daily basis, finding ways to ease stress so that it isn't this chronic fight or flight that's happening because it, it, it that can right. kill. I mean, it literally can, like it deteriorates everything, you know, including your health. And once that goes, like, you're going to need a caregiver. Like it's, it's not a joke. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you, your health will go before the person that you're caring for. Right. And I'm sure that's happened. Like I'm sure a lot of your users have been on the brink of, of a health crisis because of the stress of caring for someone. Can you talk to us a little bit about how I Ally has helped people scale back that stress to actually be there for their loved ones and just kind of feel like they're, they're able to handle it better? Yes. So definitely the first, um, sort of defense that we mount is the community like you said the peer support because some most of my users have never even spoken to someone who is in the same situation so that is so powerful peer support and mutual aid so being able to ask for help from a peer or to ask for advice or to offer help or offer advice and then also just be listened to Mm -hmm. and then um from there it really um, becomes about digital tools and access to experts so we have a partnership with the financial gym um, 
which offers a membership, which is uh, basically like it's one-on-one coaching and it's set up sort of in like a fitness trainer style, but it's, you know, for your finances, um, I love which, that. yeah, I know. Right. It's so helpful because I mean, if you're 32 and suddenly you have to take care of your father's finances and yours, and you're just figuring out your own stuff, you know, you need a coach, you need help. This episode is sponsored by Smart for Life. The Smart for Life program is a healthy way for quick and safe weight loss. By following the program correctly, you can burn 3,500 calories or one pound every two days. It was created by Dr. Sasan Mulavi, who's a bariatric physician with over 20 years of experience. The Smart for Life diet can help you lose weight the healthy and sustainable way. And so what happens on this diet? Well, you get to eat cookies, but they're not just regular cookies. It's um, five to six cookies that you eat throughout the day with a glass of water, and they're full of protein and fiber, and they're low in sugar. So it's everything that your body needs to be healthy without all of the other junk. And if you're not a fan of cookies, I don't know how that could be but some people aren't. They also have delicious soups and shakes. So this is a very effective diet to help you lose weight if you've been struggling and nothing is budging and you're looking for something new and safe and actually healthy to do that. So head over to smartforlife.com and check out their program today. And so we have financial experts, we have legal counsel, um, we have matching services. So You can get matched to a caregiver coach, uh, a mental health, obviously professional uh, therapist through our partnership with a company called Arapi, which they make it incredibly easy. So the user can um, go directly to their therapist's like schedule online and just like schedule their session and it can be you know virtual or they can do a walk and talk so like they can meet like in a park and oh my like, goodness yeah. and, like, literally go for a walk and have a therapy session yes I want to do that <laughs> I know isn't that amazing yeah that's awesome it's like it's all, you know, designed to be easier, more accessible, you know, more, just more of an everyday thing than like going to, you know, driving to someone's office and all of that. Which I think is incredibly intimidating. Honestly, that's probably the reason that I haven't ever gone to therapy. And I think everyone should take therapy just for their own well-being and mental health. But it's like, oh, I have to make an appointment and then I have to go and then I have to fill out all these forms, like all this, like all these things that make it easy to be like, oh, I'm fine. You know, I'm just going to meditate more. Exactly. Exactly. There are all these like, especially if you are incredibly busy caring for someone, you're not, you don't, you're already not putting yourself first. So, you know, if there are any obstacles, you're going to be like, Oh God, I I can't, I can't. For sure. For sure. That's so cool. Like I, I, that might be my, like, obviously the community part is amazing, but the therapy part I think is a clincher. Like that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. how long did it take you to create this, this app, this platform? Because I, I would imagine it's incredibly complicated. It's really expensive to do. Like how, how long of a process was it to, to bring it to market? So 
it must have been, I guess, about three months, which is crazy short. (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And that's really only because, um, I mean, it was like right when the pandemic started, there were a lot of resources for initiatives that were trying to address COVID-related issues. Mm -hmm. So I was lucky enough, even though that's weird to say, um, I was lucky enough to have like developers that were volunteering and just a lot of help from like Google. Wow. Yeah. But it's cool because it's like destiny and fate and things like that. Like you having that experience with your dad going through that and then having the opportunity in this time in history, I think is incredibly, it still takes a lot from you, you know, that spark to actually make it happen and do what you need to do. Yes, but you're right. It is sort of, it is interesting how the timing worked out. Definitely. Always comes down to timing, I swear. Yeah. (laughs) With everything. Um, But I am curious, like obviously everyone listening has to go check out the app because we're all going to have to deal with caregiving for someone in our lives at some point. Like you said, it's an unavoidable part of life. Um, And I'm really actually just interested in the therapy part at this point, but um, (laughs) talk to us about, you know, your past, your, your creative life, because obviously this is something extremely creative, but you also had a film at the Cannes Film Festival. Talk to us about that. Yeah. um, I mean, that was such an incredible experience. It sort of set me up so that I felt ready to face other areas, if that makes sense. Like, actually, it was a total game changer because it it made me able to um, face anything in life from a place of, like, I did something really cool. And that really helps because it's, it's hard to you know, to come from a place of like, I haven't accomplished anything, which is like a lie that we tell ourselves anyway. But yeah, it kind of gave me the ability, the timing. It was like, Mm -hmm. you know, like maybe two years before I became my dad's caregiver. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you were the one that then came through and was like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I bet, you know, if I didn't, if I wasn't coming from a place of self-possession, I never would have thought, like, I would have been terrified of doing something like going to the, to that film festival and, and like presenting a film. I would have been so terrified of that, like, if it had happened like a year earlier. Wow. Yeah. But I was, somehow I was like, I can do this. And then the experience of doing it totally made me feel, it forced me to be self-possessed, which made me able to take on my dad's care and then probably continue to make me able to be like, I'm the one that's going to make an app and help everyone. That's incredible. Was there ever a time where you were like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. This is too much. This is too complicated. Or did you always feel like you were on the right path where you should be at that moment? I always felt like I was doing, I never 
questioned what I was doing. Like, I never felt like, like with my dad, even though it was incredibly difficult, I never once felt like I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And with creating the app, I guess I, I always felt like I always had a, such a sense of I'm doing the right thing. And even if it takes, you know, years for this to be right, and even if no one cares and, you know, it's never talked about or, you know, it's still, it just, it's what feels right for me mm-hmm. more than anything else. No, I get it. I so get it. Yeah. When I started the show, I was like, if one person listens, fine, because I'm doing exactly what I want to do. Like having conversations like this with people like you who are literally changing the world with what you're doing is, is enough for me. And then to have the show blow up, it's like, huh, like it's, it's just the validation, right? Like I get yes. it. I so get it. Yes. But you never really needed the validation. Right. Right. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. it's that feeling of like, I don't, I don't know how this is going to land at all on anyone, but I know that it's what I am going to do. Yes. <laughs> but then for it to land and touch so many people, I mean, I'm just grateful that, I don't know, that I knew somehow to, mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like a divine interference at some point. I don't know. That's the best way I can explain it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So um, I do have some rapid fire questions for you to round out the interview. Oh. (laughs) It's not bad. Don't worry. Okay. Oh, okay. Caregiving is? Putting someone else first. I'm grateful for. My husband. Um. He's been my only ally in this experience. And I'm grateful that he has not, that it hasn't been too much for him somehow. And lastly, what's something that you've learned in life that you wish someone would have told you earlier on? Oh, man. I definitely wish, I wish someone had told me that we don't have infinite time with our loved ones and that it can happen a lot sooner than you ever imagine. And I wish someone had told me that, you know, someday you're going to be asked to take care of your parents, you know, if you're lucky. Right. I mean, if you're, if you're lucky, you know, you'll be able to sort of repay in a way and get to spend kind of a weird special time with them. But I, I, I still, you know, I wish I had been prepared and I, you know, my dad's personality has changed so much because he has dementia. And so I, I miss, you know, I think about my childhood with him and, you know, I wish someone had told me, you're actually only going to have this amount of time with this mm. person. So don't get mad about like silly things. Mm. 
I love that. I just got chills because you're so right. I think you just even sharing that right now to the listener, to my, to me, you know, that, that was the spark that was needed. Like that, those words right then and there, you just changed. I think someone's day, someone's relationship. Oh man. I hope so. Yeah. So, okay. Where can everyone find iAlly, find you online, discover more about it? Tell us all the things. So you can sign up if you go to app.i-ally.com and, uh, or you could just go to i-ally.com and then it'll sort of guide you to the app, um, where you can sign up and, uh, you can find me on Instagram and, uh, Facebook and Twitter. It's always, uh, iAlly Inc., so I-A-L-L-Y-I-N-C. And I would love to hear from anyone, anyone and everyone, you know, contact me directly. I'm totally into that. Beautiful. And of course, all of that will be in the show notes if you're out walking your dog or cleaning your house, whatever you're doing. Lucinda, <laughs> uh, this was such a beautiful, honestly, unexpected uh, conversation. Um, you know, you think you're just going to talk about one thing and then it kind of just turns into something else. And so beautiful. So thank you. Thank you for being so raw and honest. Thank you so much. This was so great. This was really nice. You have been listening to the Motherhood Unstressed Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, please share it out on your social media, Instagram stories, and tag us at Motherhood Unstressed so we can share it back out and keep the conversation going on these important topics. Also, make sure that you subscribe so that you never miss out on an interview with an amazing guest or our weekly guided meditations every Wednesday. This episode is sponsored by Motherhood Unstressed CBD. This is my line of organic USA-grown hemp that was specifically designed to help you, the listener, battle stress and anxiety naturally. And what CBD does is it helps your body's own endocannabinoid system function better. So you're sleeping better, you're experiencing less stress and anxiety, and you're able to get everything done with an overall feeling of security, of groundedness, of calm. So if you would like that in your life, head on over to motherhoodunstressed.com, click the shop tab, and use the code PODCAST to save.